John Podcast Network. Teeth are stupid. God, you done fucked up with teeth. <laughs> I mean, I got... In all your glory and wisdom, you still done did make teeth, and they are bad and stupid. They don't work. Why don't we have shark teeth where they replace themselves? This is my argument why I don't believe in God, which is, <laughs> theoretically, if God created sharks, he figured out the formula, the code, for how to make teeth that just keep replicating and continuing throughout your entire life, and he didn't give it to Anyone his favorite else. sons. <laughs> That's why God gave us dentists. I, oh, actually, you're right. It's been a while. Sorry. It's been a while since I read this. On the, the eighth day, on the, God. On the, on the eighth day. Seventh day, he rested. On the eighth day, he was like, he looked upon the land, and he said, lo, my children... There shall be some freaks in your nature. <laughs> How do we want to start this episode? Does anybody have a bit? No, but... I, I wanted to call out whoever made me watch this movie. I was, was going to say, I feel like introducing this as like a, our first fan-suggested episode okay. is... This is fine. This is a yeah. good place to start. So, in uh, January of this year, I received two emails in the same week. They were the first, like, actual fan emails from anybody that we didn't know. So this is the first one we got. It's from Drew Vakos. Have you thought about doing an episode on the sequel to the Dr. Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine, Dr. Goldfoot and the Girl Bombs? The original Dr. Goldfoot episode is hilarious. Great job. Laughed the whole time. So thanks for that, Drew. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you, Drew. And I read that. Thank and... you. We don't thank them. <laughs> they should be thanking us. Well, he... I mean... Well, I, I have us. a feeling you just went from Drew's favorite guest to least favorite guest. <laughs> You're welcome. Then two days later, January 5th, I got this from Hans Christofferson. Dear Hate Watch, Great Watch. I hope you all have brought in the new year with some great flicks. I just this week watched the movie Dr. Gold from the Bikini Machine, and wow, what a mind bender that was. I was even more pleased to stumble as Craig and Todd drunkenly would over the podcast episode you all did, episode 20. Why am I reminding you who could forget this film? <laughs> uh, I laughed the whole time. You guys did that movie justice with your podcast. Loved it. Is there any chance you all could do a podcast follow-up to the sequel, Dr. Goldfoot and the Girl Bombs? I've not watched it yet, but I can only hope the sequel would offer as much podcast fodder as the first. Looking forward to it. Best, Hans. So thank you, Hans. Thanks, Hans yeah, and Drew. Thank you, Hans for and Drew for writing into us. Hans and Drew, infinitely better than a Todd and a Craig. Oh, yeah. Y'all should team up and... You know, stop solve crimes. Doing, yeah, but yeah, I was like, that's super cool because we we don't get a lot of emails, um, and we've never gotten fan correspondence really from anybody that we don't know. And it was like within the same week, I was like, well, we got to do an episode on this now. We, yeah. we wanted to anyway for a while. Yeah, because why not? Yeah, um, they usually come as combo discs, so like we have girl bombs. I also, much like Hans, maybe it'll be as good as the first one. It'll be like a similar vibe and whatever. Because I've seen like the Dr. Fibes movies, and they're not the same, but it's a similar vibe. Like it, it, it feels cohesive. So then we tried to get this all set up, and there were some delays. And so anyway, here we are. It's May. But we're doing it, so better late than never. So, yeah, this is our first um, yeah, fan-requested episode, which is cool. Keep more of those coming. We'll yeah, try we're to, thrilled. Yeah, we'll try to do more stuff like this. It's fine. It gives us a direction. Because we watch a lot of movies, and we own a lot of movies. We have access to a lot of movies. So when it's like, what do you want to do an episode on? It's like, I don't know. Nine, there's got 9,000 things here. But if somebody goes like, would you maybe consider doing a Peter Sellers movie? I'm like, oh, cool. That limits it to like 40. Like, it's like yeah. narrowed yeah. down now. Thank you. So welcome back to the show. Will Congleton. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Hello, excellent human. Okay. <laughs> Hello, pretty good future robotman. Can only hope. <laughs> God willing. <laughs> Which is kind of funny in itself. I spit in the face of God. Let me be a robot. <laughs> I guess uh, that's the first step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you gotta do. It's like it's it's like it's like AA. Yeah. The first step is admitting yeah. you have a problem with God. <laughs> Denounce God, get metal profit. I think that's how Death Clock did it. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hate Watch, Great Watch. I am your co-host, Hunter Bush. With me, as always. I am your co-host, Allison Yakoulis, and we've already talked about who's with us today. Yeah, and so. we've got Will, and the mayor is here, but he's taking a nap, so he's probably going to be pretty quiet. Yeah, we're doing Dr. Goldfoot and the Girl Bombs from 1966, directed by fucking Mario Bava. Yeah. What? 
this blew my mind when uh-huh. I saw I was like, is it like a different Mario Bava? <laughs> yeah. No. So to get back on topic, yeah. this is cool that we got requests for this episode. I've, I won't want to do it anyway, but this was a cool way to light a fire under my ass and um, give us some, you know, give us some direction, some input. And we hope that uh, the episode is kind of fun. But I've watched this movie now. Um, I've watched it three times. And it's like the Men in Black Neuralizer on me where I, as soon as it's over, I'm like, did I watch it? Yeah, rewatching but, it. I did was I watch it? Confused. I know it. There's only two, and I know the first one. Right. And Here's I the thing. Like, the first one I've watched, I think, twice ever. And it was like, you know, they were both back when we recorded that. Yeah. So, like, years ago. And I could recall more from that movie than from this. And I watched it last night again for yes. the third time. That is, that is apparently the opinion of everyone. It's so weird. Now, part of it gets explained when you know the history of the whole fucking mess, which is like, Italy was like the Wild West. I mean, like a lot of places were the Wild West, but Italy was. Is this a spaghetti western? I mean, yeah. yeah also, yeah, yeah, yeah. like literally. Finger guns. Yeah, Will, Will, Will was doing finger guns, which meant spaghetti yeah. western. <laughs> ah, wah, wah, wah. Nice. No, no. You, you need to do that with the accordion. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, my favorite thing have i mentioned this before i think i have my favorite thing is that the garfield halloween special that's the music they use for the spooky music it's that but slowed down it's like and that's like that's their scary music oh we should do the garfield thanksgiving episode i would love to do a garfield movie maybe because he loves lasagna. I think that's probably the connection. Well, you know he yes. was born in the back of an Italian restaurant. Right? Yeah. yeah. Is that canon? Yeah. So, so, Italy. Italy at the time was the Wild West. They didn't give a shit. I mean, like, a lot of places have done this and still continue to do this. But they didn't give a shit about copyright laws because they legally didn't have to. So, yeah, there was a lot of, like, I make a da movie. <laughs> I take a demarketable name. <laughs> I put it on in my movie. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Similar, but not the same. We watched uh, Yes, Madam, which is like an 80s kung fu movie with uh, Michelle Yeoh and Cynthia Rothrock in it. They just straight up took the Halloween score. Like, I'm watching it, and it's, you know, it's a movie. She's a female cop. Cynthia Rothrock is like a Scotland Yard inspector. They She comes to Hong Kong to uh, investigate, like, help, help solve this fucking crime spree thing, right? But the movie's mostly about these three, like, lovable criminal guys who are, like, bootleggers and um, counterfeiters. But, like, the bad guy, you know, like, the tough guy, the dragon to the big bad, like, shows up, and, and I'm just like... Oh, with oh. the eyebrows. It's not the, like... It's not that. It's the, like... Which is like another part of the score. It's this like steady, like building thing. And then the weird, like, like sting, which has like a weird, like high whistly note to it as well. Like it's very specific. I feel like there's a story behind that soundtrack. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, John Carpenter was like, ah, my movie needs sound. I'll do it. (laughs) That's the story. (laughs) But yeah, he's, I mean, he's a great composer, but like they just straight up stole it. And I'm watching this movie, and it keeps coming. I was like, "Oh, maybe they're doing it in this scene, like it's a parody of of Halloween somehow, in some or they're they're drawing contrast to Halloween." It's kind of nope. They just use like most of the score. They don't use the. They use everything else though. I think the last time that Will and I were both here together, yeah. we were talking about the mechanic. Yes. And they had yeah. that car crash that was apparently stolen. But by did, other films. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, yes. mechanic didn't steal it. They filmed no. it for mechanic, and yes. other places used yes. it. Yeah, That's the driving cat. Toonsies. Uh, yeah. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Um, Although so it y- wasn't stock footage, though, it was that they weren't supposed to be using it. And oh, did. in the movies, oh, not yeah. Toonsies. <laughs> no, not Toonsies. That's why we haven't seen Toonsies for a while. He's on the run. Right. <laughs> Got better at driving. That cat is on the lamb. They hired Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yes. <laughs> See, it's yes. animal jokes. Uh, we got continue, animal jokes. Continue that part You're not lying. I would have expected. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Italy had a very specific way of shooting. They didn't roll native sound. They just filmed. And then later on, everybody had to come in and dub things. And if you didn't show up, they were like, it doesn't matter. I get anybody else to do your voice. Uh, I can say this. I'm Italian. <laughs> I can do this voice. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then also, like, you could be filming, like, two or three or four separate things in the same area right. and it wouldn't matter if you were getting crosstalk from other projects because yeah. and it just needed not be in your shot. Well, and they could also cast 
actors who are big draws in various markets. Yes. So you yeah. cast a big American actor, a big Italian guy, a big, you know, German actor, like, yeah. and, you I know, get all these guys I could who remember would... the names of Slaps and Beans. Was it not Slaps and Beans? No. Slaps oh. and Beans is the video game based on a Italian movie duo. Oh, okay. Like Bud something. Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. That's the that's my problem. Every time I think of Bud, <laughs> I think of Abbott, and I'm just like, that can't be. <laughs> Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill. Yeah. Slaps and Beans. Mm. Classic Italian duo. I'm kind of more familiar with Franco and Ciccio who are in this. Really? Well, a little bit. I'm familiar with their like legacy more than the, I don't. I don't know that I've ever seen another movie they're in, but I'd heard of them a bunch. Huh. I'll get to them in a second. But Italy at the time were just like, yeah, what's popular? What's what's selling? We'll just make it. They didn't invent it, and they they. I mean, maybe they perfected it, but. You know, it's continued. That's why the Asylum, that company, exists. Oh. Like, they're like, oh, what's a big hot topic movie? Transformers? Oh, well, we can film a movie and call it Transmorphers in a weekend. <laughs> and it's like, D- who's in it? It's like, nobody. Who gives a shit? Casper Van Dien. <laughs> <laughs> and he shows up and he's surprisingly good. And you're like, this movie's trash, but Casper Van Dien was good. It's campy. So, yeah. <laughs> but to get back on the subject. So campy was bringing it back. On yeah, the that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, fair. I have rescinded my tone. Yeah. So campy is how we're. But yeah, no. So um, this is kind of a sequel to two things. Yes. I heard that the um, Italian one did OK, because that was also what Bava had more involvement in post-production. OK. He well... didn't do anything with this version after shooting the footage. Oh, so you're saying there's two totally different versions. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the Italian version actually has more footage of Franco and Ciccio. 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 It's a Franco and a Ciccio. So. But yes, yeah, so this is kind of the sequel. It's, it's a dual okay. sequel. The American version is a sequel to Dr. Goldfoot Dr. and the, the Bikini, Bikini Machine. Machine. Wait, which we had you're just going to say it that way? Dr. Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine. I'm so disappointed that that was such a bop. And then the, Dude, that was, no, the Girl Bobs is not. No, no, no. Not I'm not even mad at that. That was the Supremes. Yeah. That's, that's like, true. That's, that's true. Like, you can't even be mad that this isn't as good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not if, bad. If you're, if you're measuring your disappointment now, we've got plenty of movies sure. to go. Sure. That's true. We are, we are, yeah. we aren't even into the movie yeah. proper. Don't, don't count your disappointments just yet. <laughs> don't count your disappointments before they hatch. In Italy, it was the sequel to. No um, one cares. I'm going to butcher this, but Due Mafiosi Contro Gold Ginger, or Two Mafiosos Against Gold Ginger, which was a, like, James Bond spy. parody. In Italy, this film was known, well, a version of this film was known, I guess, as Le Spi Vengono del Semifredo, or The Spies That Came In From The Semifredo. Which is? It it literally translates as semi-cold. It's kind of like Italian ice cream to really, like, but It's a frozen mousse? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the Italian version, I think, has, like, I don't know. More Franco and Ciccio? It does, yeah. They are the main characters. Like, it's, it's, like, several minutes longer with more of their antics. Wow, I mean, from yeah. that explanation, I didn't realize how much I hated the Italian version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, those are, uh, that's your big sticking point, is you don't like Franco and Ciccio? I sp- specifically Franco. It looks like he's trying to be the worst Jerry Lewis 24-7. There's a lot to unpack here. Okay, so, <laughs> first of all, they did a lot of theater work, Commedia dell'arte stuff, which is like their whole... Vaudeville-esque. Yes, uh, Commedia dell'arte, we talked about it on the podcast before, but like, it's a whole, you know, theater concept where characters are specific archetypes. It's it's kind of an improv thing, and there's a there's a I can't remember the name of it, but specific like sub genre of basically direct improv where the um, plot kind of and the the act breaks are laid out, mm. but nothing about the story is, and your characters are chosen and laid out, and so then you just like improv the rest of it. But you know you have to go from A to B to C. That sounds very interesting. Yeah, and that's that's a that's a thing that they did, and I believe it was Franco was often compared to Jerry Lewis. Like mm. that was a specific comparison that he got. Now, typically, Franco and Ciccio, their roles were reversed outside of working with Bava. Bava, for whatever reason, decided that the one who's usually the straight man is going to be the comedian, and vice versa. He, he just, swapped. He them. just mugs the camera for like. A half an hour of this movie. Yeah, it's it's him with this big like sh- goofy ass grin. He's got like big big teeth, and then he's like 
guy's tongue out and wide eyes and yeah. it's it's very strange it's a it's yeah. a it's a look it's yeah. jerry lewis with his finger in an electrical socket but more than you would want that. right but all the time yeah like i really didn't take a lot of notes i also didn't take a lot of notes i took two pages of notes i couldn't i can't tell you what's in them i watched it now three times here's a fun fact lucio fulci who uh uh directed uh 13 films with them mm-hmm. really yeah wow huh, i've only ever seen his like horror stuff yeah yeah I, I was look, looking up, like, I was trying to figure out how, what, like, because I don't know, I know Mario Bava, I know, uh, is it Black Sunday? Black Sunday and Black Sabbath. And Black Sabbath, Bava. they're both him, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So that's what I was like, I know those, I know, you know, his uh, uh, legacy, kind of, you know. Yeah. But I, I'm not super familiar with his, like, career arc or story or backstory oh, or anything. Yeah. So I was like, you know, was he, like, a studio guy? And then did his own thing in between you know like Soderbergh does yeah, like sure. movie for a studio movie for me back and forth like yeah. is it that kind of thing or was he like oh I started out making whatever they'd give me to make uh yeah. and then I started making my own stuff or yeah or well, what this specifically was a studio like obligation right. sure this feels yeah. like because it's two sequels yeah. to things it yeah. definitely feels like an obligation <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so I was like looking up directors and Lucio fucking Fulci directed 13 movies with them in it with uh with uh, Franco and Ciccio. Yeah. In it. The, a lot of their movies are called like The Two mm. Somethings or The Two Somethings Do Something or yeah. whatever. So Ernest goes to camp. We get right. It. Yeah. It's that format. But they weren't always referred to as like Fra- Franco and Ciccio or anything. Like they mm. were it was just like yeah. The Two Guys, The Two yeah. Idiots or whatever. Some of the ones that uh, Fulci directed. The Two of the Legion, I guess that's a war thing. Maybe. The Masseuses, oh. The Swindlers. 002 Very Secret Agents, The Two Escapees from Sing Sing, The Maniacs, 002 Operation Luna, How We Troubled the Army, The Two Public Dangers, How We Robbed the Bank of Italy, The Two Paratroopers, and How We Stole the Atomic Bomb. That's just some of the... uh, That sounds like Hope and uh, Bob Hope and what's his name? Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby, the the, like road to whatever movies. Yes. (laughs) Uh, One was called The Long, The Short, and The Cat. I guess that's a good, the bad, and the ugly. I don't really know. They worked with these yeah. two like horror, famous horror directors who were also yeah. doing like weird studio comedies. Yeah. Um, but I don't know enough about the Italian film industry at the time to know if that was like odd or not, or you know, like. Yeah. But altogether, Franco and Ciccio appeared in 112 films. Wow. Yeah. Together. How, how much did Bud Spence and whatever his name do? I don't know. You mean slapping beans or whatever? Yeah. Um, and apparently they. In the 60s, they represented 10% of Italian box office. Wow, okay. Yeah, weird stuff. Yeah. I mean, also talking about punny titles and alternate things sure. and stuff, apparently some alternate titles for the American version of this movie include Dr. Goldfoot and the Love Bomb, and also Dr. Good- Goldfoot and the S-Bomb to be like Sex Bomb, and I guess like A-Bomb. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Hunter, what's the plot of this movie? Well, I don't know. It's kind of that Dr. Goldfoot now has a new scheme. So he didn't die, and he explains it in the beginning, and he narrates over footage from the previous film, the film to come, and a completely separate film, The Pit and the Pendulum. <laughs> and at one point, he's not his own voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Vincent Price being like, Wily Dr. Goldfoot is at it again. He's going to going to Italy to cause more rigmarole or whatever. And then at one point... It's a different guy. It's like, oh, it's me, Dr. Goldfoot, and the, the bad guys, they're going to get me over there. And then it goes back to being Vincent Price. Who is Chinese. It's, dude, it's so fucking weird. The whole thing is weird. Everything is like the shoestringiest shoestring Italian nonsense budget. And I, I love I love that aspect of it. I really do. I love how janky and it plays out like like Black Dynamite. Like that movie is like a parody of black exploitation films and it's yeah. like everything that is like in a black exploitation film, it's like you can see the boom mic and like the characters and the music and the clothes. Like it's all certain things. This is kind of like that, but so it's real. <laughs> it's straight time TV in the nineties. With this we're off topic. So as a sequel to Doctor Goldfoot, yes. Uh Doctor Goldfoot himself narrates over this all this footage and explains that he didn't die at the end of the first film because in the first film, he died. His jeep went off a cliff, which in the narration, it's like caught like a rat in a trap. And I was like, that's not how you catch rats. That's a cliff. That's not a rat trap. Those are very different. That's a lemming trap, if anything. And that's also not true. Yeah. It's fine. Jeep went off and exploded and somehow he was alive. And it's fine. Because that that's the tone of that first movie. Yeah, you don't have, you know. Yeah, you There's don't no have logic. It's cool. 
So in this one now, he's been either hired by or is working with the Chinese government. Yes. His government. Right, well, his government. Well, I mean, he says we Chinese, but I think it's more that, like, that's who he's sided with. But also... That's who's paying him, yeah. He says on the phone with them, like... With oh, Mao. I Specifically I, with He German does specifically Mao. talk yeah. to Chairman Mao. I get South America and California and Las Vegas and Capri and all the Playboy clubs. And you get Asia and Africa and Palermo and Coney Island. And for the rest, it's just share and share alike. And that's... <laughs> And he's very Vincent Price, and he's very over yeah, the top. Yeah, very Vincent Price. Right. So, yeah. So Hold I think on, I have to get into my Vincent Price character. Give me one second. This is my key phrase to get mm-hmm. into Vincent Price. Igor, you idiot! Mm-hmm. That's how I got into it in the first one. So, this yeah. is... All right. I think I'm dialed in now. Okay. He's got this plan. He needs some bank rolling, so he's partnered with China. Right. It's uh, Making women who explode is not cheap. Believe me, I've tried it. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so you have to it's find like, the clearest. It's not worth it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in his previous film, in in uh, Bikini Machine, the the plan was to create girl robots who would marry wealthy men. Yes. And then get them to sign contracts, signing over all their money to the lady robots, so that the guys could have sex with the lady robots, and then they would divorce them. Or whatever, and take the money and just be gone. Yeah, were they killing yeah. them or divorcing them? It was like it doesn't matter because yeah. it didn't really happen. No, very they didn't. Much. They didn't and kill also, anybody, I mean, so they're... I don't know if that was the end goal. It was just like, hey, mm-hmm. sign over all your money to me, and then like we, I leave you, and I have the yeah. money. But he was doing that like it was a real underpants gnome situation where he's like, yeah, uh, yeah. make make robot women, get all the money. Step three, question mark. <laughs> Step four, profit. Like he was like, oh, I have all the money now. What am I doing with it? Nobody knows. So, but then that doesn't work. Because of a Craig and a Todd. Hi, Mare. Yeah. Somehow this, a Craig his... and a Todd thwarted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, in a realm of infinite possibilities, that does happen once. Ah, oh, yes. With a million Craigs and a million Todds and a million <laughs> typewriters. Right. <laughs> They've typed up a plan that worked. So his plan this time around, Dr. Goldfoot's plan, and China's plan? Or she, they're just paying for it. It doesn't matter. Uh, is to make girl yeah. bombs they're not just girl robots they are exploding girl robots who will blow up generals and then once generals they're... is that specific yes. Yes. but, 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 but like, yeah. why i think it's to destabilize anything that could stand in the way of this and then ultimately they're going to bomb russia and try to frame the united states for doing so yes well, I didn't get and that that's either. going to launch off world war three yeah this is right. back when but china so, and russia weren't friends yeah so without right. any of the nato generals europe cannot intervene and russia wasn't and... controlling the american polls oh is that a hot take i'm sorry we, <laughs> i'm sorry are we not comfortable talking about things that are definitely true and suck oh the things that are terrible that we all know are true oh well, let me just get it all in my system right now. We killed the Earth. It snowed today in Philadelphia. It's the middle of March. This episode goes up in May, so we might all be dead by now. Who knows? Um, we've killed you the Earth. You say that every time. I do say that. And you know what? One day it's going to be right. We're so off topic. We're so off topic. We couldn't be less on topic. But we're getting to some interesting topics. This is fascinating. I would like... We should just do a separate podcast where all we do is get together like once every other week and drink and just talk for two hours. Because we'd almost be done also, by the way. We've been for two, it's an hour and a half. We've barely talked about this fucking movie. To be fair, not a lot happened. No. So, okay. Let me do the plot really quick. Hunter, you're going to fucking stay on target. All right. Dr. Goldfoot teams up with China. He makes girl bombs. They're going to blow up NATO generals because... I'm sorry. I have to stop here. Why because, NATO generals? Because the U.S. Was... representative of NATO generals okay. looks a lot yes. like him, but there's an eye patch. So when... He kills all the other generals. Right. He can take over as the only general and not let NATO do anything. Oh, right. okay. So he will right. impersonate it's... the last remaining living general yes. and then stop NATO from interfering while China takes over and div- well, divvies up the world into he no, and China's no, territories? No, okay. no, China's not going to be involved at all as far as anybody's aware of. Yeah, they're the producer. He's getting, he's getting rid of all of the NATO generals. <laughs> he's working with China, but secretly. Okay. He's getting rid of all the NATO generals, except the, the, last, one looks like the last one he eventually kills and takes his place. Yeah, but so yeah. Why does he just kill him? Because he looks like him anyway. He doesn't do anything. Because he, was... cause he has to take, take, take this guy's stutter, stutter, stutter. So right. he's, got, go. he's got a really and, cartoonish stutter. So right. anybody out there with a specific speech impediment, we're not mocking you. We no. are mocking the portrayal of a stutter in this yeah. film. Killing all the NATO guys will prevent anybody being able to do anything about this. And then also, he's going to be impersonating an American general and ordering a bomb drop yeah. on Russia. 
Russia right. to, to start kick World off World War Three between Russia and the United States. And then theoretically, he already knows the outcome, which will be that China and he will divvy up the, the world. Yes. yes. Okay. After Russia and the United States destroy themselves and after Europe is left impotent to do anything to help or hinder this from happening. <laughs> okay, so that was, I've seen this three times, that was unclear. I knew he was trying to blow up generals, but that's as far as I got. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's ultimately to kick off World War Three between the United States and Russia to then allow him and China to divvy up the world. Um, does anybody remember is Fabian in the first one at no. all? It was some like teeny bopper thing from the sixties. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was. It was Frankie Avalon. Ah, yeah, right. I'm pretty sure it was because other they have guys. Annette Funicello. Yep, you're right. You're right. Yeah. In the in the torture room or whatever, she got her head through like a fucking like the the stocks. The stocks yeah. And she's just like, you look familiar, and it's like that's the joke. It's like, oh, right. Yeah. Or wait, is that once for your feet and once for your head, and it's stocks versus pillory? Okay, stocks actually hold your legs. Okay. And pillories hold the neck and wrists. Ah, okay. All this to say that in the first movie, it's Frankie Avalon, and in this movie, it's Fabian. And he does a thing at the airport where he's like, I think I recognize you. And I was like, was he even in the first movie? I don't remember it. Fabian, local boy. Yeah. Born, yes, yeah, born Fabian. Philly. Yes. Yeah. It was that they were looking for two people that would be draws for an American audience, Vincent Price and Fabian and two people that would be draws for an Italian audience. Franco and Ciccio. Yes. So, ah, okay. so let's talk about them. So and they in fact, are... they inverted their billing depending on whether you're watching the American or the Italian version. Huh. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, sure. It's something I wouldn't have thought about, but it, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. So Franco and Ciccio are, yeah, two Italian goofballs. Uh, one kind of looks like Frank Zappa. That's all I got. <laughs> like a tall, a taller Zappa. And uh, the other one just looks like a, an Italian goofball. There's a real convoluted thing where they, they're, they're spies. Well, they're, they're also sick men. Strategic Intelligence Command. Is yes. that what it is? They're yeah. sick, so they can do the pun, I'm a sick are, man. We're sick men. Are they, or were they just picked up in the hallway when well, they were with? Well, that's the thing, is he fucking cuts the two wires and he does the ACDC thing. And no ACDC song starts because it was the 60s and they didn't exist yet. <laughs> uh, but that is a problem. And then... The, the, the fucking IBM computer that's, like, going to pick the two perfect spies because IBM computers never fail or whatever. Honestly, it I'm spits su- out two cards, and it's these two idiots, and they're now the spies assigned to the case. That's where I was going I'm to. almost surprised that one of the key facts about this movie wasn't IBM suing them for being in this movie. <laughs> you should have French the label. Get our name out of it. It's IRM. They just scratched <laughs> off part of the B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dr. Goldfoot at one point through half this movie, he's in a different room on a different movie set, <laughs> looking through a periscope. And the way they integrated yeah. it, it was with B-roll footage of, like, this thing that looks like the top of a hookah that's supposed to be a periscope that just appears anywhere they need it to be, like it's an Inspector Gadget cartoon. Like Honestly, it, it's one of the best parts. It it's is. hilarious. That, that as a through line of, like... Because it's not just like, oh, it comes up from like a specific spot. It's like, it's every scene. It's in all these different places. And it's he just inching con- to yeah, the next it's room. crawling yeah. across the floor. And he controls it from the same periscope. And at one point, it's in a like trash can. And a guy puts his cigar out in it. And the smoke gets in Vincent Price's eye. And he's like, ah! Because of and he, apparently then, that's how periscopes Right, work. exactly. It's cartoon logic. And he looks directly at the camera. And he goes, smoke got in my eye. Oh, there is... There's so there's much. There's like 20 minutes of him directly in the There's the no fourth wall in this movie. <laughs> Will and I were talking about that where he was like, oh, did, was that a thing in the first movie? I'm like, I thought it was. But now that I'm thinking about it, I think he just would talk to Igor. And that was like it. He in wasn't America, ever we have talking the audience directly surrogate. to us. Right. In, in Italy, they're like, we're not a paying for an extra a character. So you just talk directly to the screen. Sir, get the fuck out of here. You don't have one? Okay. No. I'm I like Will's comedy style is, I'm above it. <laughs> I'm more of a witty than a banter. Dr. Goldfoot. Dr. In yeah. this. Phineas Goldfoot. Yeah. Has a... Is it Phineas? No. Oh, God. I was like, did I miss they gave his first name? He's got a piranha pond that he never fucking uses beyond putting a side of beef in there and going, they must not be very hungry. That's a fucking Chekhov's gun. Check out no, his gun, yeah. They never use it. I know. It felt like a reference to Unknown Man of Shandigore to me. With the pool full of, like, an unknown monster that just, like, devours things. 
Yeah. And that's also a spy parody? Yeah. Mm. Dude, Under the Man of Shandigore is like one of my favorite movies that no I keep having to tell people that it exists. Like people if Hunter if, saw it at Fantasia yes. Fest and who distributed it recently? Uh, cro- uh Deaf Crocodile Films did Deaf a Blu-ray Crocodile of Films. It. Yeah, Can't did a, why nobody's heard of it. Did a restoration I know, they're, from they're the original new, uh, film stock and like it is beautiful. No, like no, no. that could it have looks been made amazing, yesterday. But it's also directed incredibly yeah. well. It's as an avant-garde art film, but it's a spy parody pastiche. And it makes fun of like spy gadgets, you know, all these James Bond concerns, like exotic locations and stuff by using like weird municipal buildings that just look cool, but aren't actually exotic. Like, it's just like, oh, we're in like a interesting. Yeah, dude, it's it's a fucking phenomenal film. And like the deaf crocodile transfer is incredible. And so when he was like, I've got a fucking piranha pond, I was like, oh, is this I was like, I I don't know. I don't remember what year that came out. I don't remember what year this came out. Like, maybe they're referencing each other. I don't even know why I know the term Chekhov's gun. I don't know why I would know that. I don't care nearly enough about plays, movies, or Broadway shows. And I hope we continue referencing Chekhov's gun without telling anyone what it means. <laughs> Google and Wikipedia exists. Anton Chekhov on the Star Trek oh, Enterprise. Yeah. Yeah. He was the uh, beam me up guy. He worked for Scotty. None of this is true. Yeah. Some of it's true. What is Chekhov, uh, the playwright's yes. real name? Cause oh, boy. His first name. Because I'm like... I'm like, Chekhov, Anton Chekhov. I'm like, no, that's the yeah. fictional character, Hunter. Is it Pavel? Or did I reverse them? Is Anton Chekhov the real guy and Pavel Chekhov is the... Okay, the principles recorded in letters by Anton Chekhov several oh. times. Pavel Chekhov is oh, the Oh, so I swapped them. Yeah, you swapped them. Man, I'm too smart. Yeah, yeah. I'm so smart, I'm dumb. Yeah. Try that yeah. one on for size. <laughs> you can't do it, pussy. All right. <laughs> Guys, movie. We talk about it. Maybe. Let's try it. I talked about the Piranha Pond, and then y'all went off on Chekhov. <laughs> that is, you, your whole point of the Piranha Pond is that it doesn't matter in the movie, and you're using that as like, I done did my part. <laughs> okay, it was a thing in my notes that I wanted to say, because that happens right before the periscope, and so yes, I was trying to that cut that in That's there true, yeah, yeah. where it belonged. There, There is like two bits in this movie that I'm like, oh, that's gold. As a running joke, the periscope is really funny, but like, I guess I want to chalk some of this up to like, basically translation error like difference in humor and styles of humor because like a basic tenant of comedy is the rule of threes right yeah two things then a joke okay or maybe a bunch of jokes but the third one's the funniest one or whatever like yeah yeah, the rule of threes is like a very well-known and tried and true thing in comedy but like in this they do stuff twice yeah. They'll do a thing like twice in a scene and I'm like, okay, cool. And the third one's going to be, and they move this on. This is the problem that I have, honestly, with this, like, oh, is well, that. Maybe it's a reflection of that it's two spies. <laughs> oh, you're reading way too deep. Yeah, 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 I am. Yeah, yeah. I do that a lot. I'm just saying <laughs> that, like, at this point, I would say that Italian directors and producers know by this point the American, they know who they're targeting. They know who, how to, like, so I don't think it's a translation issue because they've had plenty of time to see which to do. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, so I just think it's a poor well, writing issue. Although, yeah, yeah keep the... in mind, though, that you are trying to work two markets at the same time with the footage that you're getting here. Mm. And... and that a lot of it was done in post-production with other people than who was actually involved in the shooting of the film. Yes. And they're also doing that Commedia dell'arte thing of, like, the scene is this. Like, uh, like it's a basic description. Like, these two characters talk. And that's the entire layout for the scene. And then Franco and Ciccio come in and they're supposed to just like improv. Mm. Yeah. So you're working that as well, I think. Like that that seems to be their main modus operandi. Like they mostly worked in that fashion of like, okay, oh, you so tell you us. you have to say A, B, and C to get the plot right, going. Right. And then also let these guys do what they're going to do here. So Bill Dexter and. I'm Rose having a lot of trouble believing by Fabian Laura... is named Will. Laura I'm just it's Bill. It's Bill. Oh, even worse. <laughs> is, that, is that worse? Uh, Rosanna is like the. She's sort of like a secretary or attache or whatever for the general. For, for the general in sick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think her position is really explained. No, <laughs> no she's, she's just, just a, a girl who happened to be yeah, in the office. Yeah, she's just in the office, and Bill's taking a shine to right, her. Right. He immediately is like, uh, "Can I talk to you outside?" And... Yeah, he's a disgraced agent for being, I think, a lech. Um, Yes. Yeah, I, I had him as disgraced and philandering. Oh, I think Lech is a more... Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> Although, here's the thing, man. That motherfucker listens. 
Oh, fair. Yeah, that's how he d- he figured it out. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Rosanna is replaced with a girl bomb. Um, Vincent Price has this line of, you know, I don't want to osculate her, Fong. I want to duplicate her. <laughs> yeah, replaces Rosanna with a... Yeah, well, so he's already got an army of these girl bombs. Yes. And then I guess he sees Bill talking to her yeah. or yeah. whatever. Through, through yeah. his magic periscope. periscope yes, right. and he goes... Uh, everywhere periscope. He goes, I must have her. And yeah, Fong's goes, like, oh, Dr. Goldberg goes, like, didn't realize he, he... you had a heart. I must have her. Yeah. And that, so there's Fong. Let's talk about Fong for a second. Um, He's played by George Wang, uncredited. Uncredited. Because, there are, of course. Yeah, there's yeah. two Asian characters who are the attaches from China, I guess, and they're both uncredited. Yep. Which is weird. Uh, the other one was Hard Job as a play on Odd Job, played by Moatahi. Not, yes. a, not a play on How Job, an industrial band. Yeah. Oh, really? Will was confused. <laughs> Bill is talking to the general at sick. The general who is Doug Benson, who you had I was going to get to that eventually, but... He is like a couple of shades of hair dye away from being a color block. He's a oh. very tan man in a very tan suit with kind of ginger hair, but if you had made him just a little bit more blonde... Yeah, yeah like a dusky blonde would have just been... A yeah, it's single all color. the same color, yeah. yeah. He would have looked like uh, a penis. All right, what else was saying <laughs> oh, is... Oh, they really missed that opportunity. Right. <laughs> so that actor is Francesco Moulet, and he's playing Colonel Doug Benson. Yes. So anybody who's familiar with the film Super High Me or the <laughs> podcasts uh, Doug Loves Movies or Getting Doug With High, uh, they're both familiar with uh, Doug Benson comedian and i was like this guy's just named doug ben it's like watching a movie from the 60s where it's like and now you will meet the general in charge of the uh, army and his name obviously of course is jerry seinfeld <laughs> you're like what that's a famous comedian it's just weird i was like oh that's odd doug benson anyway i'll do a side by side it's fine so yeah bill sees rosanna and he's like can i talk to you out in the hallway real quick they walk off screen through a doorway and uh, you see, you know, you get a smoosh sound and, and a, a smack slap. sound. And she's like, don't kiss me. You're a dickhead. Men used to have it so easy. Sure. It's true. Just yeah. Just becoming a dickhead. Yeah. Instead you... of being arrested and fighting a cop. And then they find that drug paraphernalia in your oh. fucking glove box. And then you get canceled. Oh. Oh. I was going to say, <laughs> Then you get canceled and nothing canceled. happens. And there's no repercussions for your actions, even though they're right. It's going to act like it's the biggest fucking problem in the world. And then six months later, you go right back to having your same old job and nobody gives a shit. Exactly. The fucking pushback against cancellation is as is somehow more useless than cancellation. I like the idea of canceling people, except it doesn't work. That's the yeah. thing is they're like, Dave Chappelle, you're canceled. And then four months later, Dave Chappelle has he's like, got a special. Oh, yeah. he's got a special on Netflix. At least it should work that if somebody sucks, they should stop getting things. I mean, right. that's how I got and that all of even my happen. job. That's how I got my it's true. Oh, you were yeah. talking earlier about yeah. how you got hired because other people sucked. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much all my life. I, right. I take over when somebody fucks up and then I go to do a job. Will should be the new Dave Chappelle. You get to be Tom Arnold. And then you... Yeah. I feel mad about that. <laughs> I feel mad about that. You get to be a svelte Tom Arnold. I don't even think that's true. That makes you feel worse than a second ago. I'm sorry. I feel worse now. I think you are. If it matters, nobody listening is going to know who Tom Arnold even is. I no, think no, you're no, skinnier no. and funnier you than he is. think that young people listen to our podcast when in fact the answer is nobody. <laughs> Honestly, Hans and Drew, I would love for you to email us after you've listened to the episode, after you've watched the film, and just let us know like what you thought of the film. You yeah. really should put that in the front, uh, like front load that, <laughs> because I don't know if they're going to make it this far. No, How many of these do I have to do before I'm asked to be a special guest on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me? Because <laughs> honestly, that's all I'm really That's doing. all you're going for. My mom will be like, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> I know him. I've heard him on my son's show. <laughs> God, she fucking would, too. She would. She loves Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I really thought you were going to say, how many times do this before? My community service. <laughs> that would have been way funnier. Yeah. No, I liked it. I admitted to listening to NPR. <laughs> oh, my mom would be like, I know Will. I think I met him once. He's on my son's show. It's not as good as this. <laughs> I don't listen to it nearly as much. All right. So, what are we talking about? A lot of nothing happens in this movie. Uh, Franco and Ciccio, as I mentioned, they're chosen because Dr. Goldfoot... Monkeyed with the machine. Yeah, he cuts two wires and he goes, 
ACDC, and he crosses them, and no ACDC songs play, and that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. And then it spits out two punch cards that single out two yeah, agents who are going to be working. Doesn't matter. Who are going to be working on the case? Seven seven and two seven eight. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Literally doesn't matter. But yeah, and then they get chosen for this job, and they're clowns. So Doctor Goldfoot kidnaps Rosanna and switches her. Bill actually fucking listens, realizes that that's not his Rosanna because she says she loves coffee, but the real one hates coffee. Yeah, he knows everything she hates, including yeah. him. The robot, like, Rosanna, like, robot clone, is starting to tell him about Dr. Goldfoot's plan, but also well, is, like, sticking fingers the... into the outlet. It, like, overclocks her, where she then goes in fast motion, like, bouncing on all the furniture and stuff, and being on the mantle, and then breaking Bipolar. apart. Bipolar. I know. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, he's like, oh, that's not a girl, that's a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, once she explodes. Yeah. Not in a girl bomb way, but in a regular broken machine way. Right. Well, because, like, the girl bombs, they're proximity bombs, so you have to kiss them to... Specifically, I believe the kissing is yeah. the trigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the trigger is in their throat. It's he a re- lot like Linda he Lovelace. He refers to it as a... Yeah, it's a lot like <laughs> Linda Lovelace in Deep Throat. <laughs> he refers to it as a proximity that... bomb, but it's a kiss bomb. Like. <laughs> Yeah, Franco and Ciccio show up at Goldfoot's mansion. This is where the movie turns everybody gay, I guess, is now the current parlance because... because uh, uh, Please explain this to me. Sounds, this sounds way more interesting than the movie I've apparently watched oh, three cause, times. Because Vincent Price is in drag, and then very shortly oh. afterwards, uh, Franco is in drag, and so apparently that stuff is catching. Yeah, yeah. no, he's he's pretending that's a girl's school, and so he's, he's a, a nun. nun yeah. Yeah. And the girls are all doing calisthenics with yeah. a beach ball. Franco and Ciccio infiltrate yes, Goldfoot's right. okay. mansion. How? They don't even go in there. They don't really even go in there. They're just amongst... <laughs> they're just in there now. They're just amongst the girl bombs who are doing like a little choreographed dance together. Yeah, like a calisthenics and from the 80s or something. Franco and Ciccio's in there. Franco, there's like some one-off of like, oh, this was when I forgot to oil the machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. The implication of that's why she's so ugly. He is able they don't to even slip explain away. How he got a gold bikini? No, I know. They're just there and disguised. Again, cut out and, all that Italian and, bullshit. Uh, it's a good movie. And Ciccio has the less good idea of pretending to be a mirror, so he is pretending to be Doctor Goldfoot. Oh, that's right. With they the do frame. the, the, bug, the Harpo. Yeah, yeah. Bugs yeah. Bunny. Yeah, Bugs Bunny Harpo. Uh, yeah, it is yeah. a Harpo. Yeah. I mean, yeah, pick a thing. Yeah, like, I'm in a frame, and I'm pretending to be you, and oh, you yeah. lifted both your hands up, and the frame fell down, and now I'm going to tug your yeah, beard it's like a, you're tugging the my beard. The thing is, and, that's, the, that's yeah. the fucking interaction that makes sense of this whole yeah. thing. Yeah, that, that one you can see, like, oh, I can see where he's yeah. coming from in that. Yeah, so Chichio is found out, and Franco gets... Is running is, away. Is, yeah, is able to get away. And Chichio is duplicated, so now he is also a, a I guess, boy, boy bomb. bomb. And, Very uh, confusing. Franco and Bill meet up on the lawn. As and, Franco is trying yeah. to run away. <laughs> yeah, and Bill's like, you know, oh, uh, Rosanna's in there. I gotta go idiot. there and yeah. stuff. And he's like, no. <laughs> I'd rather be alive. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> Bill tries to free them and stuff, and the Chichio, uh, Robo Chichi. Yeah, yeah. Attacks him with an axe and ends up hitting a uh electrical line and you know, also goes crazy and haywire like the yeah. Rosanna robot did and you know, goes all over the place. I guess while all that's happening, Goldfoot and Fong and Hard Job are all getting away. Oh my god, car, I forgot there was more than this. Like, well, here's the thing is there's like a lot more movie time wise, but there's not a lot of more stuff that happens because a there's lot of not it's... even a lot of dialogue after this. No, because <laughs> a lot of it's done in like fast motion, farcical, like it would be the Benny Hill theme, but it's, you know, Italian. Yeah, it's so the it's Italian a different... yakety yeah, sax. Right. But so like there's like a car chase through Rome kind of. Very funny. Just their reactions. Yeah. They're doing. They ask like a fucking statue for directions. Yeah, they do some funny <laughs> gags. He throws a coin in the trivia fountain, and the car gets like doused with a bucket of water. It's ridiculous. <sighs> they end up at a fairground. There's like a fast motion running through the fairground thing. I guess what is it? The guy that's trying to get the ticket fee from them. I don't even up... know who the fuck that guy yeah. was. <laughs> He's like chasing them, and when Goldfoot and his guys 
end up driving off in a car. Bill and Franco and Chichio and Rosanna are in a uh, hot, air hot air balloon. And they cut this guy off the end of it. And it turns out that he died because they go up to heaven and he's an angel. Which is pretty funny. Okay. So the one angel is Baba. Mario Bava. Yeah. But yeah. I have the hiccups so bad. I know. I saw you. Goldfoot and Fong and... and uh, hard hand, job. Or hard job, yeah. <laughs> Get oh. into a plane and he's, you know, pretending to be an American general and stuff. And they have a payload of a bomb and uh, hydrogen uh, bomb yeah. a super hydrogen bomb yep and uh, our crew in the uh, balloon catch up with them with a fan that is an electrical fan that i don't know where the fuck they plugged that in but well, honestly i don't know where the, the fuck chichio got it out of his jacket yeah, either I so mean, yeah that's the least of the problems here but they do catch up with this plane Get on to it after claiming to be, I don't know, yeah, fucking, it, like, uh, the, the equivalent of like a vacuum cleaner salesman. Yeah, they said they said there was had a free sample yeah. and that had friends at price open. Honestly, free sample would probably get me to open a door, but. To an airplane, though? <laughs> I mean, if you're getting door to door at an airplane, just, Must be a really just good curiosity has to. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> sure. The two of them are, uh, Franco and Chichi are going to disarm the bomb. So they yeah. have, uh, like, suits that they're like, oh, it's so hot in these suits. Why'd you make us put them on? And it's kind of like, There's well, yeah, I weird mean, suits. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like the equivalent of, like, ducking under a desk to get, uh, you know, to protect yourself from nuclear fallout. Yeah. It's not really going to work. Though they were selected for being disposable. E- Franco e- and Chichio were told to do it because no one cared if they died. Sure. So it's the Suicide Squad. Which is, I guess, a better movie. Tough call. Yeah, I don't know about it. I I probably would rather watch... The first Suicide Squad or the second Suicide Squad? I don't even know if I've seen the second or the first, to be honest. I've seen bits and pieces. Will Smith was in it, right? (laughs) I'm trying to make, like, a ton of noise. Oh, wait. Have we tried, uh... You're not... Think about how you're not a fish. I'm not a fish. You're not a fish. No, I have uh, legs and a penis. Nope, still have the hiccups. Well, then text my brother and tell him that it doesn't work. He read a fucking Wired article about how, like, the fucking... It's some bullshit that I don't think is true about how, like, your amphibian brain is what causes hiccups. So thinking about how you're not a fish, like, subverts it. Except that amphibians and fish are different. Hiccups are just the little flap that goes from stomach to lungs not flapping right. Yes. Yeah, it's it's your diaphragm and your... You're just getting You're confused the about the yep. open and close. That's all, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I know. Interesting chase scene that ends currently at an airplane. Yeah. And they're on the airplane, and you know, Franco and Chicho are trying to disarm this bomb. And they do a crazy thing where the bomb is dropped, and they're like flip-flapping, flopping around it, and it's whatever. Yeah, they're doing a, they're doing a uh, uh, what, uh, strange love. R- riding a bomb. Yeah, it all turns out fine. Um, Doctor Goldfoot's still around. Doctor Gold's infiltrating what? Russia's camps while Franco and Chichio are also there. I w- I always thought it was funny that like uh, so during the melee in the plane, at one point Vincent Price says, "Ah, yes, a parachute. That's just what I need." Throws it on everybody fighting so he can take his Mary Poppins umbrella oh, and yeah. jump out of the plane with hand or. Hard, Hard job. job. <laughs> Hand job is As he says, not... you're no Mary Poppins, but come along anyway. And yeah, that's... And yeah, it. that's kind of the end of the movie, man. Like, we don't even really wrap it up that much. So so much as like, oh, that didn't happen. So yeah. it's good. At the end of the movie, you know that uh, Vincent Price is still alive. Uh, you even know though that... there were no more Dr. Goldfoots. Uh, Franco and Chichio are in Siberia, in a work camp in Siberia, it looks to be, anyway. Yeah. and Although uh, how they survived a yeah, drop out of a plane with no... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Rosanna and Bill kind of have a, like, you know, see when I see you kind of exit. Yeah, and then we end with the Dr. Goldfoot song, which is not nearly as catchy as the Bikini Machine song. It's like I wouldn't even Dr. say it's Goldfoot. catchy at all. Not only not only not as catchy, and the girl but inherently bumps. bad. Yeah. It ain't the Supremes. No. No, it's sung by the Sloopies. Yeah. The Sloopies? 
yeah, it's in the credits, and yeah. I couldn't find any other details, but it is the Sloopies. That's terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of the ship, a sloop. Why mean, like, Caribbean sailing ships should be a name for your Italian band. It's I don't know. like intentionally flat in a way that, like, I don't know, isn't unpleasant. It's just not particularly like invigorating in the way that Bikini Machines theme was. Yeah, nobody was having fun in that studio. Yeah, kind of reminds me of uh, Squeezes, like "Take Me, I'm Yours." No. Okay. Like, one of their hits was very monotone in a way that kind of reminds me of the Girl Bombs song. Interesting. Yeah. We're almost done. Okay. I just, I have the hiccups so bad now. Yeah, you do. When it comes to the uh, the hate watch or the great watch question, yeah. I believe that was a decision made three and a half hours ago. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's not, I mean, it's not are, a great movie. Are, are, we, are we in the final verdict? God, I hope so. Mode and feeling? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Will, as our returning guest, how did you feel about Dr. Goldfit and the Girl Bombs? I feel like it is a watch. However, only because just to know more about, like, you know, uh, Vincent Price's other things. You know, a lot of people have seen him in a lot of things. It is something you will only ever want to watch once. Mm -hmm. You don't need to see it again. Once is enough. Just to acknowledge its existence. Well, and as it Hunter has remarked, not a good if movie. you watch it more than once, it's not like you glean any more information oh. from it or any more recollection of it. No. Could be actually worse. You could be assigning positive values just because you want them to be there. Yeah, no, I would say this skews to a hate watch for me. Girl Bombs was a much better movie. No, this I, is Girl I, Bombs. Or sorry, Bikini Machine. The Bikini Machine was a much better movie, and I, yeah, I keep on mixing the titles up, but because uh, there only Bikini, should have been one, right? Bikini Machine was a much better movie. Um, this, yeah, it's you know trying to be a jack of all trades and a master of none here. Uh, Bikini Machine was just a better movie, start to finish. Like there was a well, solid it, plot. It everything had an entire worked. plot, and it wasn't treading water in the same way that this film is because it's trying to do you could cut an hour yeah. from this movie and still oh, yeah. have the same movie <laughs> yes yeah this this could very easily be a television like this like, could be an ser- snl like, skit yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not wrong yeah yeah like one of the yeah. longer skits yeah sure <laughs> way long. so i i mean i guess for me it's like a hate watch to a watch like if you if you saw a bikini machine you have to see it through like yes go ahead check this out they're usually on the same disc so yeah, they're accessible to you. I would definitely say um, yeah to check this out. Yeah, but not like. But yeah, but Bikini Machine is really where it's at, and this doesn't quite measure up in it the same fails way. Fails in more than one way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. This is a this is a hate watch. It's just <laughs> like it's so weirdly disjointed and not engaging and. It is technically a movie, but only technically, and no, I would not. I would rather watch the first movie every day. It really doesn't do callbacks. It has dropped threads. Like, there's just messiness here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a very fundamental way. It's because they don't have to... I'm sorry, I'm yawning. Yeah. I'm bored. They don't have to give a shit about, like, continuity because, like, it's not made for an audience that gives a shit about the yeah. first movie. It's just like, oh, this... Right. This but, is a sequel. Yeah, I There's mean, some like weird the... shit that I can get behind, like the like the Periscope. Like that's oh, yeah. funny. Periscope's like, funny. Like it's a perfect example of you don't need to explain it if it's like it feels like a, a, an aspect of yeah. like you know humor or something. You yeah. don't need yeah. to explain it. Vincent Price's can't be a shit. There, I was gonna say there could be something there, but actually not really with the script. Like you would really need to be dedicating it to one thing or the other. Again, the the. The humor in this is so odd, and I don't know if it's a cultural difference or what, but, like, yeah, it's like, again, the rule of threes is a well-established established tradition in the United States. Are you making fun of me? I'm not making fun of you. I've you're... had a lot to drink. I know. I'm still you're... making it's, a cogent point. Not... I know. I'm just not pronouncing all of it great. I, I know. And for and that, that's... I should be given a, a small medal. Yes, uh, that is the part that's funny to me, is that you're kind of drunk, but you're also definitely very ardently making a point that is (laughs) actually, yes. That's true. (laughs) I'm Tom Waits. Yeah, go on, you're going to hurt yourself. (laughs) It's half a sequel to the first movie, and it's half a sequel to a movie, an Italian movie that you've never seen. 
and it doesn't work really for either one. Like maybe it, from the Italian side, some of this makes more sense. I don't know. There is more footage. It is cut differently. I don't know for sure. She's right. I mean, like, and I, well, also again, Bava was more involved with the Italian production than the American production. Yeah, he just I shot mean, the footage. Did not do anything post production. So maybe it is more cogent in that lens. I don't know for sure. No, we, we can't don't speak have to any, that. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I would say this is, honestly, like, hey, watch sounds too strong. Because, like, I've watched it three times. I don't really remember it at all. Like, it's so nothing and forgettable. And, like, I can't get into it. I can't dial in. I can't, like, anything. It's a bunch of things that happen. And then the movie ends. Only, yeah, so tangentially as, related. Let's wrap this up. See if anybody's still delivering food. Will, and... would you like to direct anyone to your social medias at, at all in any fashion? I don't believe I have any. Instagram? You have an Instagram. (laughs) And it will be tagged in our bullshit. It's back from when Instagram used to be about pictures. That's true. Yeah. Uh, We have a link tree. It's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash H-W-G-W. That's all our social media. That's Mm. where to stream the film. That is... Where to listen to our you know episode on moviejohn.com and also like you know Spotify and Apple Podcasts, whatever. And you can get new episodes every other Wednesday. That's every, every other, other Wednesday. Wednesday on moviejohn.com. Please consider please consider supporting the Movie John Patreon that helps everybody, not just us. And uh, we will see you in two weeks with a new episode. I don't know what's on because that is not the kind of forethought that we have on this show. You like that. Right? It's fun. It's rock and roll. It's punk rock. Hell yeah. We're by the seat of our fucking pants. Yeah, horns up, baby. Not, not just pants, but they're fucking pants. Yeah, they're jorts. We, we have all the swears. Like John Cena. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Say bye, Will. Say bye. Bye. talked about this on here but i feel like there's a lot more crossover of comedians doing dramatic work than dramatic people doing comedic roles it depends on where you're cutting off because like sometimes that is the joke yeah because i i can yes i I would say that yeah i I would believe i I, would follow that i think comedy is hard because you need such timing in a way that dramatic roles don't have so if you've cut your teeth in dramatic roles it's harder to go like that's more swimming upstream I think what you are saying is that the ratio of successes to these genre swaps is favors comedians going serious than I, serious actors going comedic. Yes, I am, and also I'm 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 speculating as to why that is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that that makes sense because uh, the only thing that was in my mind was uh, dramatic actors have historically tended to be a little bit more full of themselves. Um, or at least perceived not always a bad that way. Thing. Yeah, not always but a bad like, thing. Um, but they, they, they're hard to uh, change. It's just like, they, yeah. they consider themselves above comedy and shit like that. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It isn't everybody. No. And I mean, again, oh, yeah. like some... De Niro in the yeah. Meet the Parents Meet, movies yeah. is actually, like, really funny. Yeah. And he's, you know, yes, I think everyone would agree. He's a serious actor. Like, yeah. Um, not Dan- a comedic actor. Danny and Trejo can be de- decently funny. Danny Trejo's versatile. He's a switch. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Been, he's been doing. He's um, been running both sides. Yeah, of and I mean, like, uh, most recently. Um, yeah, Danny Trejo knows when the joke is that he's Danny Trejo, and he does it, and it's great. Like, uh, most recently, Batista. Yeah, Batista is a very. He's a verse yeah. actor too. Like, yeah, he's like, very like. I, I can I, be funny. I can be. I thought that he too. was well used and well directed, but no, like I've seen him in enough stuff that I think he's just good at. Yeah, I don't know if this is a controversial opinion or not. I haven't pulled the internet because I do not care. But Batista might be the best wrestler turned actor by like a big margin. And like, I like John Cena as an actor. He's better than he's better than The Rock. Will is dead. I've killed Will. No, it's just I'd argue that The Miz is the best actor. There's an argument can be made for The Miz, honestly. (laughs) 
his acting roles are not great, but if you view all, all of his wrestling as a performance. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you view his life as a performance. Unabashedly a big fan of The Miz. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, he's he's from that, you know, vanguard of, like, just having a camera on you 24-7 for fun and profit. Yeah, dude. W- w- yeah. He walks it like he talks it. Uh, yeah. Um, But, like, you know, The Rock is the most successful, I think, yeah. of the wrestlers turned actors but i don't think he's the best actor by a huge margin i think cena is way better than him as an actor but i think batista is like way better than cena like i think cena doesn't have enough free time from like you know curing cancer flying around he works so much hug every child in the world right he works so much and continues doing like all this like fucking you know goodwill yeah he he's he's busy with the lord's work yeah if they gave cena six months off to just study the meisner technique (laughs) he would be like, they'd be fucking throwing roses at him. Like, <laughs> be like, did you see John Cena's Willie Loman on Broadway? It was, like, oh was life changing. I believed he was Mephistopheles. Mr. Wait, Mr. Mephistopheles, that's yes. it. Sorry, Mr. Mephistopheles, I think is Faust. Yes. Yeah. Either way, he'd nail it. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like, I think right now, like, Batista just like, is the most versatile, he's the Swiss Army I... man, like, I would pay to see John Cena as a Jellicle cat. He fucking, <laughs> dude, he would fucking kill it. Like, you know that thing about how uh, Johnny Depp, um, he when he was, because, pre- you know, he's a weirdo, and he's like, oh, when I was preparing for uh, Edward Scissorhands, I think it was, where he was like, I just watched my cat. I, I adopted my cat's mannerisms. Oh, because he's got knives for hands, so that's kind of smart. Sure. Actually, yeah, I could see a lot of his, like, yeah. Yeah. movements as a cat uh-huh. yeah. in that movie. Yeah. Cena would be like, you know, they'd be like, how did you, you know, you, you won eight Oscars for this new version of Cats. How did you do that? And he'd be like, oh, I just studied my uh, my cat. Uh, you know, I, I just, I adopted 40, like, fucking terminally ill cats and I made sure to give them all their medicine on time. I took care of all of them because I'm the best. And then also, I just, like, studied them, the way they moved, the way they acted, and you'd cut to, like, footage of John Cena and you'd be like, I, I think that's actually a cat. <laughs> I can't see him in the role. <laughs> I just see a cat. One, one, meow, 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 meow. one, one review of the uh, of the oh, cats. Boy. One review of the cats movies. Uh, the cats movies. Movie. It's is a movie. It, yeah. <laughs> that I think is best is they took a play about nothing and tried to make it into a movie about something. Sorry to clarify. They took a they took a bunch of poetry about nothing. Turned it into a play about less, <laughs> and they turned it into a movie where I think honestly less happens. Yeah, because the entire point of the play is they're just cats doing cat shit. Like, Go, there's no, yeah. there's no overarching. There Literally, the structure of the play is we have a song. It introduces a cat character, and then the next song introduces a different cat character, and that happens for two hours, and then one dies. Yeah. And then everyone goes home. Yeah. Y'all hear um, about the Zoomers reinventing binge drinking? Yes. Oh, uh, Borg. Borg. Borg yeah. Yeah. Somebody said that to me once, and I thought they were an idiot, and then I looked it up. <laughs> and you realized it was true. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, yeah, obviously. That's, yeah. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, there's no way this is the reason it's called the Borg. Yeah, right. But the only thing I yeah, ever think you're like of. like Star, Star Trek. Right. Yeah. The only thing I ever think of is submit to the Borg, yeah. or occasionally Assimilate. grab your ankles yeah. and submit to the Borg. <laughs> I was very confused when I heard it, too. I was just like, that's a very long reach for Star Trek. It's just 50-50 vodka and water, right? And then, like, maybe flavoring? Uh, So it's flavoring vodka or grain alcohol and Gatorade or Pedialyte. Oh, Like, something with electrolytes so that you're hydrating while you're getting buzzed. I thought it was just gallon jug of booze doesn't matter what's in it <laughs> no like you're essentially making your own jungle juice yeah but it was from when you I had mean, to be social distancing so everybody had their own oh. well that's what that's what like i don't know i mean like i'm it's i don't i'm not like oh we invented that but it's like that's not like new no no but it, it is becoming kind of a moral panic right now which is mm. why i'm yeah, I know, making I know. fun of it i, I long my, my soul my yeah. pearl clutching soul longs for the days of just different color bracelets that if they broke one, I had to suck a dick. <laughs> you broke the pink one? Oh, no. You don't even want to know what that is. That's a foot job on the bus. Oh, I was going to say it's, it's just like clown I... sound. Clown sound? I told you never to bring up my experimental indie <laughs> rock band. <laughs> we use the klezmer like, nobody's business! <laughs> God damn it, butter. <laughs> There's 
questions, but I'm not going to... There's questions just I'm not going to ask. Um. There's curiosity that I'm not going to allow myself to fulfill. More. You want a... Sorry. Do you want an energy drink or uh, apple juice or anything? Yeah, apple juice. I was just going to... Do you want water, too? No, I'm just gonna I always quiet. add a splash of one. I'm going to quietly... This is my own Borg. i got to... Make a thing out of it. It's fine. No, no, I just want to make sure. You, I, I just want to make sure the guests are taken care of. I know, but I mean, we're on camera. I mean, not camera. <laughs> video. Not yet. Yeah. One day. Yeah. All um, the kids I, love the YouTubes. Anyway. I did get a new haircut. So I know. Uh, I was gonna say, yeah. but I didn't know how new the haircut was. It looks good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I. Uh, it's way easier to take care of. Yeah. Occasionally, I look like. Uh, Aryan poster. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, you just gotta make sure it's not combed over. Though. Yeah. 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 Gotta make sure to shave this part real good. <laughs> he is indicating uh, the You know part. what part I was indicating. <laughs> the everybody, front. don't you don't gotta say it. Don't say it. It's funnier if you don't. Everybody knows what I was pointing to. Uh, <laughs> Keeping your full trim, full trimmed. Oh, that's good. All right, yeah, it was worth it. Okay, it was worth it. Was worth it. <laughs> all right, these are all these could all be stickers. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> keep but your yeah. full trim, full trimmed. Hey, watch, great watch. Yeah, that's like a smiling mouth with that part really shaved. Yeah, and then the teeth say, "Hey, watch, great watch." It's <laughs> a good sticker. It was burned that, off. Probably write that down. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. It, I recorded it. I'll do it later. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter, hi. You're editing this right now, and you're listening to you telling you this. Put this at the beginning. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Hate Watch, Great Watch. If you're expecting us to stay on topic, don't. This has been a Movie John podcast.